0: Shalom to all! Today's daf is daf Tezvav. We are starting the top of the daf with a brand new Mishnah. And today's daf is sponsored. L'ilu Nishmas. Maris Miriam, Sarab Basar Byakov, Moshe. Her Neshama should have an Aliyah. And the Mishnah tells us, We have a roof and it doesn't have Maziva, which is the plaster layering on top that makes it waterproof and that makes it a solid roof. So we just have this roof. What's it made out of? Rashi tells us it's made out of boards that are four tfachim wide. As we learned in yesterday's daf, a standard roof was roofed with boards that are four wide. So we have this roof that does not have Maziva. It does not have the plaster on top, Rabbi Hudaimer. He says, Shammai time that we could just be mefakvek. He could undo all these boards, shake them around, move them a little bit, and take one board out from in between every two boards. Put kasher schach there, and now this roof is kasher to be used as your sukkah. Rabbi and they say Either we lift them up, move them around a little bit. time, take one out of every two boards and then put schach in between those gaps. Rabbi Hudaimer he says, time, you have to remove one out of every two boards. in and doing pickbook is not going to." Help you at all. Now the Gemara analyzes this. We understand that this hill svar is because of tasavlaymena asoi. If you're going to pick up the boards and they're not going to be nailed in anymore, you're going to shake them around. So now you did a real maisa to make a kosher. If you're going to take one of the boards out and then put schach there, you did a real maisa over here. You put real regular kosher schach there. But what's the svar of beishama that you have to do both? If you're just trying to get rid of the issue of tasavlaymena asoi, but chadusagi, you should be allowed to do just one. just like Basil said and if he's worried about Gzair's Tikra, like we had yesterday that if a person is allowed to be under the roof of his house and it looks like the roof of his house he might just be in his house and he's not going to sit in a regular sukkah that was Gzair's Tikra, so it should be sufficient just to take out one out of every two boards and now that does not look like the roof of his house and that's Besader. so why is it that he needs to do both according to Shamai? so the Gemara answers the whole worry is Gzair's ticra and that's why he has to remove one of every two boards and this is what's being said even though he's he lifted the boards up and he shook them around. time If you removed one of every two boards, then that's okay. And if not, then it's not okay because our main Gezer over here. What did the end of the Mishnah say? Reb Meir, had told us you have to take one out of every two boards, but shifting them around is not going to do anything for you. So Reb Meir, Reb Meir is the same thing as Reb Both of them say that Pickbook doesn't really do anything and you just have to remove one of every two boards. What's the difference between Reb which is in shitas Reb Yehuda, and Reb Meir? So the gemara. Answers, you're right. Rav Meir is beishamai. Hachi This is what Rav Meir is saying. They're beishamai beishel are actually not arguing this. If you notice, Rav Meir didn't say it's machlekes between beishamai beishel. He just stated an opinion, and that's exactly what our Mishnah is saying. Rav Yehuda holds is machlekes between beishamai beishel, whereas Rav Meir says this is not a machlekes between beishamai beishel. The Gemara asks, "Mykamashim one." So what's the chiddush? What's he trying to teach us? The Rav Meir is like gzeros Tikra? The Rav Meir holds that there's this concept of gzeros Tikra and Rav Yehuda less like gzeros Tikra, and Rav Yehuda, who obviously is paskinim beishel, holds that there's no issue of gzeros Tikra. They already argued about that in yesterday's daf. Then we had our Mishnah, Messachem bin Asarim de Rebbe Huda. Rebbe Huda says you're allowed to use boards as your schach, and Rameer Iser of Meir says you're not allowed to. So why is it that we need another Mishnah to say that there's a machalikis about whether or not we hold of Xerus Tikra? So Amrav Chibar Abba, Amrav Yechonon, Reisha bin Asarim Shuf Maskino, and the Reisha, the first part of the Mishnah, which is the Mishnah we learned yesterday, that's talking about smoothed out boards. Kalim And the reason why we mentioned it is because we have a different Gezerus, Gezerus Kalim, not necessarily Gezerus Tikra. What's Gezerus Kalim? Since they look like Kalim, they're not actually Kalim. They're usable boards. They're smooth and they're square and they're easy to be used. They look like Kalim. They're not Makabotomo, so they're technically allowed to use for Shach. However, if you're allowed to use that for Shach, someone might say, Hey, I'm allowed to use a regular kalim for Shach, and therefore we have this machikus between Rabbi Hudra Meir in the first part of the Mishnah or this Mishnah yesterday, however you want to look at it. But we continue asking, according to Rav, the armor that he had said a few daf ago, a psula. If a person shach to sukkah with male arrow shafts, that's kosher, but with female arrow shafts, Puzzle. And We didn't make this era that he's not allowed to use sharm because he might end up using the So hachamami Lenx or Nsar Mshufim Over here also we shouldn't make Xer that he's not allowed to use smoothed out boards because he might accidentally end up using Kalim. So the Gamora answers you're right. Ratio Actually, the Ratio and the seifa. Yesterday's Mishnah and today's Mishnah, they both argue back Xair's Tekra. We have two machlekas between Rabbi Hud and Ramehair and Xer's Tekra. Why do we need to have both of these machlaikas? Seifer, Rabbi Huddhika the Kaumar Lily Rameah. This sefer, this mishnah, is Rabbi Yehuda telling Rav Meir, "Amaik ha'asar to benasar mishum gzeres tikra." Why is it that you asard using Nisarim, using boards that are four wide, because gzeres tikra? High svar lebeis shamai hu de lehu. That svar is only in Beishamai, shamai, and beis hill wasn't geyser that. For Rav Meir, Rav Meir responded to him, "Loi nechol ubeis sham beis olai darazet." hill do not argue in this matter, and therefore it's not just according to Beishamai, shamai; it's also according to beis hill. The Gemara asks, This fits according to Rav that we had learned yesterday said the homa. Between Rabbi Huda and Rav Meir is when there's four tefachim in these boards, they're four tefachim wide. The Rabbi Meir is like Zehirs, take a Rabbi Huda less like Zehirs, take a. Rav Meir applies Zehirs, take a, and Rabbi Huda does not apply it. Ela Shmuel, Arav B'shein ben but according to they argue even when it's not four tefachim wide. Yesh the But if they are four tefachim wide, everyone says that it's possible. Seifa my pligi. What are they arguing about in this sefa? It seems to be they're arguing about that in the race already. What do we need the sefa for? The Gemara answers. Be Taker le take They're actually arguing about how to take away its status of a roof it's with that. If you just simply lift up the boards and you shake them around a little bit, that's already considered being mevatel, nullifying its status as a roof. holds It's not considered nullifying its status as a roof like that, and you actually have to remove one of every two boards and only then it's considered not a roof. And the Mishnah says, Someone who roofs his sukkah with shpudin, which are spits, or with aruch sa'mita, which are the sides of a bed frame. You have a regular bed frame that had legs on it and imagine that the legs were removed and the bed frame was dismantled, so you have long boards, and you take those boards and you roof your sukkah with them. So, if you have the equal amount of space in between them, and it's empty space, and then you fill that with kasher schach, then it's kosher. Rashi tells us over here that we're not actually using these as schach, just like we have in our sukkah. We want to support our schach, So first we put some solid, strong beams. It could be metal beams or wooden beams, and then we put the schach on top of that. That's what we're discussing over here. So it's going to be kosher in the manner that the Mishnah had described. And the Mishnah continues with a case that we've already had a couple Times before hachaitid begadish, someone who hollows out a haystack lasus lo he wants to make a sukkah inside the haystack ainex sukkah. It's not kosher. That's because it's tasav leimen asoi. And we're going to explain in tomorrow's daf how exactly it could be kosher. And the Gemara suggests leimet have to rav huna brei rav yisshua. Let's say our Mishnah is a disproof, it's a refutation to rav huna brei rav yisshua. The itmar was stated. This is in regards to mechitzas San Shabbos parutz kaaimid. If we have the equal amount of open space to stand in closed mechitza, rav papa amar he says moter. That's moter. considered a regular mechitza. Rav huna brei amar aser. It's it's not considered a valid mechitzah, and here in our mission we have equal amounts of kosher and puzzle. We have the shpudim that are puzzle, and then we have the kosher schach in between them. And the mission that had said im yesh revach b'neim if it's equal, so we have equal amounts of space and it's kosher. So we see not like Rav Huna Bred, Rav Yishua. So amaluk Rav Huna braid Rav He tells you not a raya my kemaisan. What does that mean? Im yesh It doesn't mean it's exactly the same width as the puzzle schach. It actually means that it's wide enough that you can lift up the puzzle schach up and down. And so that means. That the empty space which is filled with kasher schach is more than the puzzle schach. So that's why it's kasher, because there's actually more kasher schach than puzzle schach. The Gemara test of Omen asks on Top It could be precise. Why are you assuming that he wasn't precise in his measurements? Why are you assuming that there was actually more kasher schach than puzzle schach and therefore it's kasher? Since he could be mis same he could make it precise. We're going to assume that's what the mission is talking about. Once again, we're back to our original question. It seems to be that when we have exactly the same amount of kasher and puzzle, exactly the same amount of parts and Amud, then that the halacha is not like a funabreid Revishua. So he answers, Bimad, if there actually was extra space, it wasn't precisely the equal amount of kasher and puzzle, and therefore there's more kasher schach than puzzle and that's why it's kasher. No refutation to Revishua. Now, Rav Amr, he tells us, If we can even explain our Mishnah that there was not extra space, meaning there was precisely the same amount of space in between the puzzle schach as the puzzle schach itself took up. So, how is it that our sukkah is kasher with more kasher than puzzle and not equal amounts? Imu, nice and shasi, nice and arev. Nice and chessy. The way to make a kasher is if the pasal schach is widthwise across the sukkah, then you take your kasher schach and put it lengthwise across, or if the pasal schach is lengthwise, then you put your kasher schach and make it widthwise across the sukkah, perpendicular, not parallel to each other like we've been assuming the entire time. And that's actually what many people do in their sukkahs. You put a couple of beams across the sukkah this way, a couple of beams across the sukkah that way, and then you put the kasher schach on top of them. And in that scenario, there's far more kasher schach than pasal schach, and that's why it's kasher, and it's not talking about equal amounts of puzzle schach and kasher schach laying next to each other, parallel to each other. In that case, it wouldn't necessarily be kosher. And the Mishnah said, if he used the side of his bed and he put it on top of his sukkah, the Gemara suggests, let's say this is a raya for him. He says, If a person used worn out kalim as his schach, its puzzle. Now Rashi tells us these worn out kalim are actually strips of material that are less than 3x3 tefachim. They're not going to be Kabbalah anymore. So even though they're not going to be Kabbalah you still cannot use them as your schach because they come from kalim, and therefore we're afraid you're going to actually end up using the keli itself. And it seems to be that's the reason we're not allowed to use a Samita, even though Ruch Samita are not part of the bed anymore, they can't be Makabotomo, it's just a board. Nonetheless, since it comes from a keli, you're not allowed to use it. So it seems to be that our Mishnah is a Raya from Tev yumi. So the Gemara says this is actually not a Raya from our Mishnah because our Mishnah is talking about where he was using something that has the status of a Kali. Kadamar Amar rebi like a Vachanon b'shem Rebbe said regarding something else, the long part of the bed and two legs, or the short part of the bed and two legs. Hachinami, so too, over here it's the same thing, the long part of the bed and two legs, or the short part. Part of the bed and two legs. Now, what's that talking about? Where did he state this? on the following mishnah. A bed can only become tamay and become tahar in a package, meaning it has to be a full, complete bed. Only then it can be kabul and that's the way to be metahar it. You have to immerse the entire bed in a mikvah. Div Rabbi Lezer, it's Rabbi They say no. A bed could be kabul even if it's a varm, even if it's in limbs, and it also become tahar like that. Meaning you can immerse it in this state. Inside the mikvah doesn't have to be a complete bed. And now we just have to explain what do the chum mean when they say a varm? Does that mean a bed completely dismantled? My nihu, what does it mean? If the bed is broken and only has the long side of the bed and two legs, or the short side of the bed, say the foot or the head of the bed and two legs, that itself is enough of a cleat to be considered usable and therefore it could become tamay that way. Now, what could you actually use this for? You can't sleep on something like that. The Gemara answers you could. You could. Bring this half a bed close to the wall. The part that doesn't have legs could be placed into the wall or leaned against the wall so it's strong enough to sleep on top. And then you could be mishde ashli, which means you could take ropes, weave them across. That would be your makeshift mattress, and then you could sleep on top of that. So since it's usable, it's still considered a clean enough that it could be toma That's for this halacha. And it also could be considered a kli that you are not allowed to use it as your schach. It's considered a pasul schach. So once again, we do not have a riot for our Mishnah for Ami Bar tivyumi, because we have this halacha from Rabchanim Rebbe. We're going to stop over here for the day, pick up tomorrow. Continue to discuss this halacha that we quoted, B'shem Rav Ami Bar But for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.